thanks for joining Sales with Suli, a mom of three who spent the last 12 summers knocking doors. Welcome to my podcast, where I talk about all things women, the ups and downs of my journey, and what it takes to find success on and off the doors. Enjoy this episode. Hey, welcome back to this week's episode of Sales with Suli. Um, today I decided to bring someone in who, um, is not on the doors anymore. And I'm just kind of excited to be able to share her story. Um, but before we get to her, I just want to give a shout out and just thank all the women who I've either had on my female knockers page or the women who have given their time, um, to come and even sit with us in the, uh, studio, I'm definitely not getting rich (laughs) uh, off of this, but I do enjoy um, when those of you women are just reaching out and um, are grateful for some of the things that you've either learned. And so I want to thank Sarah and just anyone who has taken time out of their day um, to be able to just come and sit with me for 20, 30 minutes to be able to give back to a space that I feel like um, is forever growing and changing And um, again, I'm not getting rich off of this, but uh, also shout out to um, Refiners Production for just all the little things that they continue to do for me and how well that they make my my page and my podcast look to be able to continue to provide content that is a value um, to those of you women out there. So again, thanks, Sarah, um, for showing up today. Um, I met Sarah uh, a few, when was Door to Door Con? Like a month ago? About. Okay, a month ago. Yeah. So I met Sarah um, at Door to Door Con uh, a month ago. And sometimes people do not know or realize the impressions that they leave on on people. And when you had come running and, you know, it was like, hey, wanted to ask all these questions to be able to um, help your your husband in his current endeavors. I was like, these are the proactive women that I want to be around. And it was just like something so little that you did just that just had like a big impact on me. And I just want you to know, like, how much I've thought about you, like, since that, like, four weeks and just kind of, like, the people that you are going to bring value to around your life. And so I wanted you to kind of, uh, you know, share a little bit of you with us. Um, Go ahead and give us a little bit of background about you, like, where you were before uh, door-to-door, what your door-to-door experience was, and then where you are now. Yeah. So um, I... So I actually, so I grew up in Utah County. Okay. Um, I feel like Utah County is kind of where door to door began. Like I grew up with the owners, the owner of the CEO of Vivint, his daughter was my best friend growing up. Oh, Todd. Yeah. Todd okay. Peterson. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I grew up around the door to door space. So all, so when I got home from my mission, I served a mission in Chile. I got home and all my. And a mission is? Oh, sorry. Yes. An LDS service mission. We go and we knock doors. Um, talking about Jesus Christ and trying to baptize people. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, trying. (laughs) Trying very hard, but we we tried. Um, But anyways, when I got home from my mission, all of my guy friends started to do door-to-door sales, and I I bashed on it. I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. I was like, you guys are all stupid. You guys, I was like, you guys are getting a, 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 this is not a stable job. Like in five years, you guys are all going to be, 
confused at what you're doing. I bashed on it. I'm yeah. not even joking. Like I thought all my friends were idiots and that is so rude of me to say, but that, that's, Same. that's the truth. Yeah. Um, and then were um, you, did you have these thoughts before your mission or after it was more after? Cause I feel like that was, yeah. when I was more present. That was me. I was like, I, w- when I was uh, on a mission for Christ, like yeah. I was knocking doors for a purpose that was like uh-huh. serving, like who the hell goes and knock doors for money? Like <laughs> yeah. who does that? Literally. <laughs> So it was, I was actually doing um, CrossFit at the time, and one of my childhood friends was there with me doing CrossFit and her, at the time, uh, fiance, but now her husband. So they came to me and were like, hey, and she came to me, she was like, hey, we're doing summer sales this this uh, summer, okay. selling pest control in Utah. You should come do it with us. We're still going to be in, in Utah. Utah. In Utah. Yeah. All, of all places. Right? And I was, she's like, we're going to be in Utah, so you can still be with your family. And I was like, no. Like, I do not want to be. No, I do not want to do summer sales. Um and then they, they talked to me at the gym. They're like, well, do you know what? The money, it'd be really nice. And at the time, I was really poor. You know, like asking money from your parents is not fun. No. And and <laughs> it would have been nice to be able to pay for my own stuff. So I was like, okay, that that's true. Like the money yeah. would help a lot. Um, so they're like, okay, we'll come to lunch and uh, we'll talk with our man, the manager that recruited them and see if it's something that you want to do. And I was like, okay, fine. So we set up a lunch, um, and I actually, last minute, I texted her and said, hey, I don't feel good about this. I don't want to do it. I'm good. I just got to raise my job. So I remember like, getting those texts, yeah. like, several times. And, and listen, my my raise at my job was only 25 cents. So it took me four <laughs> hours to make one more dollar, but that was my excuse. I was like, I, I just got a raise, so I'm good. Um, and how and old were you at the time? I was, I just had gone home from a mission, so I was 20. Okay. Yeah. You were 20? I thought we'd go and work 21. No, we, so the, the, um, it changed to 19. Oh my gosh. I'm so old. Thanks for the reminder, Sarah. (laughs) So I left off a mission at 19. I got home at 20. Oh my gosh. Um, but anyways, I, I, I bailed on the, on the lunch. lunch. Yep. And then the next day they showed up at the gym at the time I go and they're like, Hey, you just need to do it. Just come, just try it. I was like, do you guys get something if I go to lunch or something? Cause if that's the case, I'll come. So you you guys guys. can get something. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I went to the lunch. They rescheduled it. And Did they say that they were going to get something if you went to um, the he lunch? He said he got a spiff, but I don't know if it was from the lunch or if it was the fact from, like, them recruiting me and me selling. I don't know. He's like, if we get a spiff, I was like, okay, fine. I'll come to the lunch. Yeah. Um, so I went to the lunch. The manager sat me down, ran me through all the numbers, and I just gave him all the excuses in the world. I was like, but I want – this is my first summer home from my mission. Yeah. I want to hang out with my family, family trips. Um, I just got a raise at my job. Didn't tell him how much. 25 cents. Yeah, 25 cents. Now I look at him just like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but, um, and then he, he told me, he's like, yeah, do you know what? Um, this is really hard. It sounds like it'd be too hard for you. And I'm like, whoa. The pullback. Yeah, the pullback. Now, <laughs> after I did sales, I was like, I totally see what he did. But uh, he pulled back and I was like, whoa, I think this guy is telling me I can't do it. And yeah. the competitive self in me was like, I'm going to prove to this guy that I can do it. <laughs> that you never met before that yeah. lunch. <laughs> um, now I'm super grateful for him, but that's what got me into sales. So the next week we went on a preseason trip, and that first summer we sold pest control. So how many summers did you do for pest control? One. Okay, so it was just that one. Yep. And where would you guys go and how would you do? Yeah, so I ended up, sell- I ended up uh, servicing 130 accounts. Just pretty proud. Your of. very first year, I'm proud of that. <laughs> like, I feel good about 20 it. Twenty years old, <laughs> um, and we just sold in Salt Lake. So, so you did end up staying here. 
I did end up staying here. I I only sold Monday through Friday. And this is the funny part. I actually kept my job at this place and worked on Saturdays. Silliest thing I could have done. Oh my gosh. I I wish I would say to anyone like, hey, if you're going to do sales, like go all in. All in. Go all in. I give props to you. The simple fact that you were 20 years old and you sold in your back door five days a week for the entire summer and did 130 accounts as 20 years old, like, you know, not even being um, all in. So I kind of want to fast forward. Um, How did you meet your husband and continue to stay in the door-to-door space? Yeah. So after that first year of pest control, um, we actually switched over to Vivint. The whole entire our whole entire team that was at pest control we switched over so to was your husband working for pest control too no he wasn't so we sold vivant um the summer of 2020 and then after that summer the guy who had recruited me my manager with pest control and vivant um had actually been in the mtc with my husband oh. so um he actually connected with my husband was like hey there's this girl that i want to set you up with um, blah, 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 blah. And then long story short, we ended up meeting in a hot tub. I kind of knew he was interested <laughs> in me, which I think kind of helped at the time. I um, love the confidence. And, yeah. And I, and I, and he had sold too, which helped. And yeah. So, and then how long have you guys been married? Since last April. So about 10, nine, 10 months. Wait, how old are you now? 23. Oh my gosh. I absolutely love you young <laughs> women who literally have it figured out. Oh, and when nice. I say figured out, it's just kind of like, hey, you know, we've got kind of like a support system. We are doing this for work. This is kind of like our purpose. Yeah. Um, and that's more what I want to get into. Like I was reading your post the other day um, when you were talking about your uh, journey And I'm looking at our current space and just how much I do love door to door, but how often we as women, the things that we're doing off the doors just affect us a ton. And how old were you? So I want to bring up this term. um, Correct me. How do you spay orthorexic? Orthorexia. Yeah, orthorexia. Um, So how old were you? So way before even getting into door-to-door, because I know that this was something that you did before serving your your LDS mission when you um, realized that. Um, But uh, what do you feel like played a role for you as you figured out like just that starting point of like, hey, I want to count macros. I want to track. I want to like, I, I want to like fit in. Were you more so just concerned about like your body image or did you feel like if you got to this destination, you'd be able to accomplish X, Y, Z? Um, yeah. So first I want to say I was never diagnosed with orthorexia. Um, it was after I had, so orthorexia, if, if you yes, don't know what please it is. Tell us. Yeah. So orthorexia is something that people can have when they take eating healthy and living healthy to the extreme that it becomes unhealthy. Got it. Um, so I was never diagnosed. You can be clinically diagnosed. Yeah. It was just something that after I had, after the fact of losing a lot of weight from healthy eating and yeah. everything, I did research about it and I had a lot of the, whoops, sorry. I had a lot of the tendencies that someone who is orthorexia had. Um, anyways, um, I... Do you know what? I don't, I'm trying to think of, of how it all started. And I want to say um, things here and there with um, comments people would make, Instagram posts, yeah. seeing pictures on Pinterest and girls with six packs and good lean body. And just like, man, I kind of wanted that, you know, yeah. I played soccer all growing up. And there was a time when, I mean, once my last season of soccer, 
after that, I was like, okay, I'm going to start getting into the gym and I'm going to start eating healthy. And, and, um, I, I just took it to the extreme. I, yeah. I just, I, I did too much and it become unhealthy and I lost too much weight. And I, and you know, you see yourself in the mirror every single day. You don't realize. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until a friend came to me and was like, Hey, Sarah, uh, we're all wondering if you're sick. I'm like, in the back of my mind, I knew what she was talking about. Yeah. I was like, Oh man, you know? Um, and then my mom came to me and was like, Hey Sarah, why are all these people coming to me asking, uh, uh telling me that they're praying for you? And I'm like, what? Wow. Like, this is so silly. Like I'm doing, I thought I was doing everything right. I was eating healthy. I was being disciplined. Yeah. I was, Doing all these things. You eating to, treats. Yeah, I wasn't eating <laughs> treats. Like, people would praise me for not eating the treats. And and now it's a bad thing. Yeah. You know, I'm like, this is this is dumb. Like, I finally got skinny. But in the back of my mind, I knew for, I mean, physical reasons that um, I knew that I, I had taken it to the extreme. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what it. And and I just want to thank you for for sharing that because I am just looking at how many women like reach out to me and talk about like their insecurities, even myself, like yeah. being insecure. I remember when I first started in the door to door space, like after getting married, um, I just became super overweight. And it was just like the little things that you would see on social media. It would just be like the comments from like people in my circle mm-hmm. um, and things like that, that it just added up. And the reason that I'm intrigued with your story because of like you saw what you went through and now what you're trying and wanting to do as far as like being able to bring um, awareness because like the society that we're living in, like we, I just feel like women especially, like we want to have that body type. Yeah. We want to have the, we want to fit into our clothes that like looks cute totally. <laughs> on TV or, or someone else. But I want you to kind of share like um, with you going through some of the struggles that you did, like how has it impacted you into wanting to turn around and be able to educate like some of us women on better healthy habits, on mindset, on different things like that. Is that the reason why you wanted to start your page and get into that? Or is it just more like for you and accountability? No, for sure. My dream is to help and impact the life of women. Um, I think that what I went through, a lot of women do go through currently, currently, and I want to help other women to feel empowered in their lives and love themselves. Yeah. You know, I think, I think that, um, a lot of women want to lose weight or maybe even gain weight, you know, um, to love themselves more. But if you can't, if you can't love yourself in the moment that you are in right now, in the phase that you are in life right now, it's not, you're not going to be able to love yourself when you're 15 pounds lighter, heavier. Yes. Like people just think it's going to be like a destination. Like I'm going to be happy when, as opposed to I'm going to be happy during or right now. Do you feel like your first year knocking doors, you were 20 years old, you were like young. Um, Do you feel like some of those things impacted the way you perceived yourself on the doors? Um, like my, like fitness. Yes. Like just like your, your image, like the way that you felt about yourself, the way that you looked and things like that. Um, sometimes. Yeah. Um, I've always been a pretty confident person. I'll say, even if like I was, I mean, Tenny summer sells girls out there. Like I understand it is really hard to be dedicated to fitness and eating healthy on the doors. Especially when we're knocking like night and day. I gave up working out like this last year for sleep and work. Totally. (laughs) And I get it. And, and I think that sometimes give yourself some grace. Like it's okay if you can't prioritize 
like fitness and health in the moment. And it's okay if you choose to prioritize knocking on the doors. Yeah. Um, I think that it's more important to be, I think you can't be fit if your mind's not fit. Right. Yeah. So maybe take that time knocking on the doors to really work on your mindset. You know, doing something hard helps you become better, which then can, um, in, in, in the future help you to, uh, succeed in your, in your fitness goals and your, health goals right like that. yeah yeah uh, uh, the the thing that just stood out to me is just giving ourselves grace like, totally how often are we you know just getting on ourselves because one we fell short of a workout yeah. or two we probably just didn't like hit the numbers or goals that we wanted to like this last week and I know as people are just um like reaching out about themselves or just reaching out about like numbers like how is it that I'm able to, I'm going to be able to find success. And for me, it wasn't until four years ago, just understanding the concept of me and grace and truly loving like who we are. And so to be able to have someone here who feels the same way that it's just about like the way that you feel like it's, it's the way that we're going to be looking at ourselves inwardly. That's going to be a big effect on us outwardly. And so I, I kind of want to know, like, what are some tips or what are some advice that for those of us who may be juggling like a ton of things, but we do want to take care of our bodies. Like we, uh, I know for me that I struggle with working out, um, you know, every single day, but I could, you know, stick to a plan. I can, I can do all these things, but what are some ways that you feel like that we can incorporate our current goals of what we're, I mean, you know how hard it is with our jobs, you know, how grueling it is, but what are some like little steps that we can do to continue to feel confident about ourselves while still, um, you know, being mindful about habits and while in a space that's just, it's so time consuming and exhausting and (laughs) And physically like exhausting. Yeah. Um, I think that it would be important to, Make a list of non-negotiables. I love that. Um, so, for example, let's say a non-negotiable for you is you want to go to the gym every day or let's just say four times a week. Make that a non, non-negotiable. Like You will do that on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay. Right? Um, if it's that important to you, start we'll make time. you'll make time for it's it. You true. know, I, I mean, when I did sales, going to the gym, I knew that it set me up for a better day. So I would wake up an hour before anyone else would so that I could prioritize the gym. You know, um, if eating healthy is important to you, uh, meal prep on Sundays, you know, make a ton (laughs) of chicken, make a ton of whatever you want, um, and eat that throughout the week. I would say something that I always had, I had a fanny pack whenever I knock or a bag. I love fanny packs. If you ladies don't have one, please get one or have your managers incentivize you for one. (laughs) Get a fanny pack. Even you can get like a, I'm sure a cheap one off Amazon, but I always have, uh, some type of protein bar, even sometimes a couple of protein bars. Yeah. Um, so having like actual intentional healthy snacks, like in your fanny pack, as opposed to just like at lunch, just kind of grabbing, which is normally what I do. And and that helps because then, I mean, you obviously summer sales people, you see them going to the gas stations a lot and getting all those things. And I, I think it just helps so that if you go to the gas station, you're like, Oh no, I got this snack in my fanny pack. Yeah. Um, so you don't really need to buy any. <laughs> any of those because you already have it. <laughs> yeah. No, I love some of those suggestions. So one, just being super intentional on our days off. Yeah. If you are wanting to meal prep, um, you know, doing a lot of that then. Um, but it's just like what you said. Uh, it's the same thing about anything. If you really want it, like you're going to make the time. Totally. Um, and I know that I really want it. So I want to be able to to make that time. Yeah. And so I'm I'm sacrificing sleep to get up and 
um, go work out. And so I just want to thank you for just being an example, like, yeah. uh, you know, on social media and, and, you know, in person as well. For me, I'm just grateful for this social media um, and for this space, being able to like meet and connect with people like yourselves who are sharing positive content. Um, and one tip that has really helped me that I just kind of want to share with some of you women out there who are just having um, having issues with maybe like the way that you feel about yourself or um, the way that your culture might be is I am a big fan of of muting, unfollowing and um, blocking content that you feel like would play a role with your mind. Yes. And I do the same thing with like stat and like every company has um, stat boards and things like that. And I'm super intentional about turning off like notifications, like um, not being so involved in like the competitions and things like yeah. that. But it's okay to push unfollow. It's okay to push mute um, to you ladies out there when you guys are, are, are struggling and continue to have people on your page because we all know that we are on social media like continually. And so for those accounts, um, kind of like Sarah's, um, being able to keep those like on. So when you are on there, it's just more empowering people, empowering women that you do see as opposed totally. to people that we are comparing ourselves to. And so just thanks for being able to just be an example yeah. um, as far as like having those fitness goals, taking care of your yourself, like mentally and emotionally while still being um, in the space. So what are some of your goals uh, for like this year? Like what, what do you have planned? Like what are you guys going to be doing? Yeah. Um, oh, gee whiz. Um, some of my goals for this year is as, as far as this, is, I'm like scared to say this cause it's kind of, everyone, I'm every like, person says that when I ask them their goals, I'm scared to say this, Yeah, but then I'm going to come back and follow up with totally. you guys and at the end of good. the year. This is so. good. I'm like, okay, I need to manifest this because I, I, yeah. Anyways, um, I really want to make a business out of kind of what I'm sharing, um, and I really, my dream, and I don't know if it'll happen this year or next year. And I honestly don't know how to accomplish this, but, but you will. I, thank you. <laughs> um, but I would love to create a community of, um, women and just learning, uh, showing women and teaching them how to feel empowered in their lives, I to love, love themselves and to create healthy habits and, um, teaching them certain things that they can do in order to reach the goals that they want to. Yeah, um, I, yeah. <clears throat> Sarah, like any person who starts a business, they, there's like this big old problem that yeah. we need to solve. Like starting a business, is, it means like you coming with a solution. We are in a world where a lot of us women need to be empowered. Yeah. We don't like ourselves at times and we fall out of habits. So totally. you definitely are onto something Appreciate and you that. should be able to like, especially like this space. Like I know for myself, I'm always looking for people who are an expert yeah. in what they're doing and you've gone through it personally. And so you know that that's something that you want to do is be able to start a business to be able to like help empower women mentally, physically, um, emotionally. Is that like your one goal? Um, for this year, that's what I'm mostly focusing cool. on. That's I what like I'm, I'm really focusing on. Uh, for me, at least, like personally, that's what I want to do is just Kay. really grow something. So. I love it. And with that, I I want you to share your um, how uh, we can get a hold of you and how people are, share with your your Instagram handle. Um, so that way those of us women out there who want to follow along your journey and want to get like yeah. some healthy tips and tricks, um, and kind of just like see where you're going, um, just share where we can reach yeah. you. Yeah. 
Um, I, you can just find me on Instagram. That's really where I'm at right now. Only where I'm at. Uh, my Instagram username is Sarah Clark with three K's at the end, a little underdash. I'm trying to come up with a better username so it's easier <laughs> to find me. Someone gave me that tip, but I still haven't thought of anything. But you as won't. of right now, it's Sarah with an H Clark, three K's at the end and then a little underdash. Okay. Um, well, I, yeah. I'm excited to follow your journey and keep well, up with you. just what you're doing this year. And I am going to follow up. And, and, and I'm see. excited to follow you. You're doing awesome <laughs> things, too. I'm like, Soli, who is this girl? I know. You're awesome. I, like, it is, it, it is funny that most people that I meet and have on this page or have, like, come um, on the show, just I don't even know them until social media. And then we meet in real life. And I'm like, I this is why I want to keep going yeah. because you are just as human here in real life as you are on social media. And that's what keeps attracting me to want to find more women like you guys so that we can group together and, um, you know, continue to add value just in society period. So totally, just, thank you like, yeah. for your time and just for, for being here. And again, for those of you women out there who may be struggling with just like health and fitness and wanting to be able to um, incorporate that on and off the doors, definitely reach out to Sarah. Um, I'm sure she's going to have a lot of good tips. Like I've just been intrigued on her few posts that she's so had nice. um, on her page. And it's just sparked a lot of things. Um, for can me. I also say some, one thing? No. Is I, no. <laughs> oh, never mind. Amen. No, I'm just joking. Um, I, I just hope that anyone listening to this that is knocking doors, um, woman, like you're awesome. Seriously, you are doing something hard that a lot of women can't do, yeah. and and you should be proud of yourself Thank because you. that is amazing, and it's hard, and I've been through it. I know how it is, and a lot of guys can't do it, and the fact that you are doing it is awesome, and that in itself, you should feel empowered, and like it, it, it's one of the best things you can do for yourself. I would say sales is is. I am so glad I did it, and it has changed my life and will forever be something I'm so grateful for. So anyone listening to this, like, you are our bad A. I don't know, I don't know yeah. if I can say it fully. You can say whatever you, you are want badass. on this you non-LDS you're awesome. podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, you, you are, and I, and I hope that everyone, any woman listening to this is proud of themselves. Oh, Sarah, yeah. like, we're not even going to go past that. Um, thank you. For those of you women out there who are doing this hard thing, continue to be here and figure out the things that you need to do on and off the doors to continue um, being great. See you next week. Thanks for taking the time to tune in. If I've added any kind of value to your thoughts on knocking doors, please share this podcast with another female rep. Until next time, know that you are capable, you are valued, and most importantly, you are enough.